Welcome to the New York Bankies podcast. You're talking Yankees with ATM Sports Bank. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, people. Tough, tough week for Yankees fans. The panic button is officially hit. Once again, my name is Adam Taylor McKillop, and you're listening to week four of the New York Bankies podcast with ATM Sports Bank. All right, it's week four, and you all can officially hit the panic button. I know that I am. Last night's loss to the Blue Jays, wow. Just wow. The Yankees, last week, they went 2-6. and six. They are now 5-14 and 14 over the last 19. They are 21-20 and 20 this year. You're telling me the team that was picked, one of the ones picked to win the World Series, is playing 500 baseball with less than a month to go. What? What? What are we talking about here? Anyways, Yankees have nine more against the Blue Jays, including they're playing one right now as we speak. And all I have to say is pick it up. All right, that's enough of an intro. Let's get to some segments, people. Get out your checkbooks, Yankees fans. Here's who and what we are writing money checks for from this past week of Yankees baseball. I really don't want to after last week, but unfortunately we have to because this is how my show goes. So we are going to try to make some good out of the very, very bad week that the Yankees had last week. All right, the first check of the week goes out to Miguel Andujar, actually, and there's another one here, the same check for Clint Frazier. These are the two Yankee replacement players actually playing well right now. And if I'm being completely honest, they are really the only two Yankees hitting well at all right now. So anyways, Miguel Andujar, he comes in after Gio Urshela, yet another injury in the 2020 Yankees. This is like I've talked about for a long time, 2019 all over again, except different results. But anyways, Miggy, he comes in, uh, he is filling in for an injured Gio Urshela, and boy has he stepped up. So he played five games last week, he saw 15 ABs, he's batting 400, six hits, a triple, a home run three RBIs, and a 1.204 OPS. Like I said, he is filling in for Gio, who I have nothing but raved about. And the guy goes out with an injury. And then Miguel Andujar, he steps right in. I'll talk about adversity later, but this guy's last week of baseball shows and should be an example for the rest of the Yankees on how to deal with adversity. He comes in. He hasn't had a spot because Gio Urshela took that spot from him last year. With, after he went out with injury, and he finally gets a spot, he gets to play third base again, and the guy comes in, and all he's done for the last week is hit. Boom. You get a spot when you ball out, and if you get a spot, then you need to start balling out. Goes either way. Anyways, Clint Frazier, he's been continuing to, sh- to show progress. He's continuing to play decently. Frazier last week, yeah, he's batting 267. He played eight games last week with 30 at-bats. But he had eight hits, five runs, a double, two home runs, five RBIs, and four base on balls. Now, he did strike out 12 times, which is way too much. But nonetheless, like I said, these are the only two Yankees hitting right now. These are the two Yankees who are filling in for injuries. And they are the only two that are placement players hitting, playing well. And they're really the only two Yankees hitting well at all. Offense needs to step it up. We will talk about that later. But anyways, that first check... Going out to both Miguel Andujar and Clint Frazier. 
All right, that second check I'm writing is going out to the loss to the Blue Jays last night. That's very, very wishful thinking, I know. Anyways, the Yankees, God, please, God, use this as a wake-up call. Last night was embarrassing, and it was not any, not anything close to the brand of Yankees baseball that I know. So all I have to say about that after that ugly loss last night is just use this to wake up. Wake up, Yankees, please. It's time. We have 19 games left this season. We are running out of time. For those of you who were not privy to this horrible loss last night, the Yankees, after a bad weekend in Baltimore, they opened up a series against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, they are now trailing the Blue Jays in the AL East, so they now sit third behind Tampa Bay, who's running away with the division. And the Blue Jays, who are in second. And the Blue Jays shouldn't be in second. Tampa Bay should. And the Yankees should be in the in first place in the East. But anyways, they come in and they have a 6-2 lead going into the bottom of the sixth. Enter a 43-minute half, 43 half inning. Two pitchers. They give up a 10 spot, including a grand slam. And they blow a lead. If that's not a devastating loss, I don't know what is. Anyways, with this expanded postseason that we're going to see um, due to the shortened season. The MLB is allowing eight teams into this postseason from each league. And right now, the Yankees are the eighth seed. Who would have thought? Like I said, World Series favorites, one of the World Series favorites at the beginning of this year, and now they are barely in the playoff field. In an expanded playoff field. All I have to say is this team better go on one hell of a run the next 19 games or... I don't know what I'm going to do. Anyways, that is the second check that I'm writing, and I am praying, I am praying to God that last night's loss was a wake-up call. And the third check that I'm writing, guess what? I'm not writing one this week, people. You only get two checks, Yankees, after that awful week. Not after the last 19 games. Not deserving. All right, I've got a quote here for you guys. This one comes from Sammy Sosa. If you have a bad day in baseball and start thinking about it, then you will have 10 more. End quote. Yankees, listen up. Listen to Sammy Sosa. You are so clearly in your heads after this last week, two weeks, three weeks of baseball. Stop thinking, Yankees, and just start playing, hitting, and pitching like you're paid to do and like you were predicted to do. Just stop. And next up, the stock that I'm selling. A lot to digest this week. It's rough. I'm going to try to keep this to three points here. So only three stocks that I'm selling. But here are the bad moments from last week. And yes, I am going, like I said, to try to choose only three. But there were so, so many more. And the first stock that I'm selling this week goes out to the Yankees' response to adversity. The Yankees are now 21 and 20, as I mentioned earlier. They were 2 and 6 this week, and they are 5 and 14 in their last 19 games. Wake up, Yankees. If you guys don't see the writing on the wall, then it's time to check your vision or put your glasses on. The Yankees were utterly horrible this last this past week. A lot of it had to do with the opponents they were playing. So they lost 1 of 4 to the lowly Baltimore Orioles, and then they ended last night 
they started this next week off with a tremendous loss to the Blue Jays, the team that we are now chasing. Yes, I said chasing for second place, and now after last night's loss, two games back. Brian Cashman shows up to this Toronto series, and he's talking a big game about how this is a big series, and he's trying to support his squad. Apparently, there was an, a meeting of the offense with Marcus Thames, the hitting coach, uh, before the start of last night's series, and guess what? It did nothing. I'm telling you, nothing. So I know a lot of the guys on the squad are used to success, but what does it say about you when you can't respond to adversity? It's simple. I heard Michael Kay mention this on his radio show earlier. If you cannot respond to adversity, that is a true test of your championship pedigree. And clearly, the Yankees right now in this response to adver adversity don't have that championship pedigree that we thought they did. But again, these guys are used to winning up and down their whole lives and, and their whole time with the Yankees, I mean, and, and they're just not getting it done right now. Uh, the bullpen and the offense are both to blame equally here. The starters are some of the guys that we really can't touch here. They're the only ones sort of towing the line, doing their thing. So like I said, the offense is virtually inexistent. I said that last week, and guess what? They kept it up. And unless they're hitting home runs, this team cannot score. We talked about scoring five runs a game to win with the Yankees pitching staff owning a 4.50 ERA. That was as of last week. But anyways, in the losses to the Orioles, who were predicted to be one of the worst teams in baseball again this year, they scored five runs in three games, the three losses that they had. They only scored two runs in the series finale with the Rays earlier last week. And then you go to the bullpen. Now it's time to chastise the bullpen. So anyways, the offense, two games this past week, they give you runs. They give you enough runs to win. We're talking six, seven, eight. That's Thursday at the Mets and last night at the Blue Jays. On Thursday, the Yankees take a 7-4 lead to the 8th. Zach Britton comes in and gives up 2. Then later, Chapman comes in in the next inning, and he blows the game. He can't save the game. And then Monday, last night against the Blue Jays, bottom of the 6th inning, enough said. You have a 6-2 lead, and you bring in guys like Adovino, Adam Adovino, and Chad Green, and then it explodes. 10 runs, thanks to Green and Adovino. Adovino, in that inning, he couldn't get on the same page with Higgy behind the plate. Um, I don't know what is going on in the dugout, but Booney in his press conference was reserved. He tries to defend Adam Adovino. All I'm saying is send a charge into these guys. I listened to Michael Kay earlier today, and what Michael Kay was saying is that is that essentially he believes Joe Girardi was fired for criticizing Gary Sanchez. That was a few years back when Girardi did get fired. And his point being that Booney was hired to always support these players, especially in public. Now, again, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but at some point, you've got to make a change. You've got to go to your management and say, I've got to chastise these guys in public and get them on record as saying, hey, you're doing a bad job and you need to pick it up. I also heard Michael K discussing on his radio show that he thinks that someone mentioned to him that they think the Yankees are one of the teams suffering from no fans in the in the stands. And he thinks that Yankee fans are a fan base that always hold the Yankees accountable. So you have this feeling that you, you know when you're doing well, but you sure as hell know when you're not doing well. And he really thinks that's affecting the team. I think 
this is one of the moments when Booney just needs to step up and, and, and chastise these players. Give these guys some kind of accountability because things have to change and they have to start playing better right now. That second stock that I'm selling this week goes to the Yankees at last week's trade deadline. Okay, I did it. I flipped on this one. I told you guys I was flipping my head before I recorded last week's episode, and I officially have flipped on this. Last week, the Yankees did absolutely nothing at the trade deadline. And point in case, like I've talked about throughout this episode, the replacement cast is not doing it this year. I truly believe that finding a trade piece could have accomplished one important goal here, and all that is is adding some energy, adding some change, adding anything to this Yankees roster. So let's talk about the replacement cast. And I know, I know I'm being hard on these guys right now, and you can't put too much blame on these guys because, first of all, the first task is to stay healthy. And clearly, we can't. But So that's the reality. We can't stay healthy. But here's what the replacement cast is currently doing. Mike Talkman batting 244 with 9 RBIs. Kyle Higashioka batting 200 with 0 RBIs. Thyro Estrada batting 200 with 3 RBIs. Tyler Wade batting 158 with 4 RBIs. And Mike Ford, finally round of pause, 141 with 11 RBIs. Instead of adding a piece to this roster, adding anything to this roster that might add some energy, might add a jolt to these guys, instead, Cashman wants to visit the Yankees in Buffalo, home the, the current home of the Toronto Blue Jays, and puts pressure on these guys. Like you thought you thought we were good enough and a week later you come and then you're telling these guys you better start winning or I look like an idiot for doing nothing at the trade deadline. That was his message last night and I'm not happy with it. So that second stock, like I said, I flipped. I flipped on it. I put this as a positive last week, but the Yankees doing nothing at the trade deadline. All right, the third and final stock that I'm selling goes out to manager Aaron Boone with his treatment and his handling of Clark Schmidt on Friday. This one is on Boone, people, not the young pitcher. Keep in mind, this is the top pitching prospect in the Yankees farm system. He's 24 years old, and the Yankees had picked him 16th overall in the 2017 draft, and he's one of the highest rated prospects in their system and in the farm leagues in general. Um... The Athletic ranked him number 51, Baseball America number 64, ESPN.com 82nd, and MLB.com 94. So anyways, let's go to Friday. You win the first of a doubleheader in Baltimore, and you're feeling okay. You lost that tragic one to the Mets last week, uh, but you're feeling okay. And you think this is the time we got to beat up on these bad teams like the Baltimore Orioles. Second of four games against the O's last weekend, and through five, Devi Garcia pitched well, and he gets a 3-2 lead heading into the fifth inning. So Devi, also a young pitching prospect, he puts two runners on, and Boone goes to his best pitching prospect to the dude making his major league debut. And guess what? He got shelled. This dude is a potential starter, and you're going to put him on in the fifth inning in a tough spot in a season that the Yankees know they need wins like this, and he's He's not even pitching out of his windup that he does. He's pitching out of the stretch, and the and he knows he needs outs. And then, boom, Ryan Mountcastle single, Rio Ruiz single, Pat Valleca double, 
four runs are plated off this 24 year old before he even recorded the final out boom why don't we try to shatter this kid's confidence a little more thank god he's a star prospect he cooked he looked okay he looked pretty good last night against blue jays in a role he's used to coming in at the beginning of an inning pitching like he normally does no runners on and and just i'm at a loss i'm at a loss people and those are the stocks that I'm selling from this past week of Yankees baseball. All I've got to say is Yankees, it is time to wake up. Wake up. We bought stock. We sold stock. We wrote checks. We cashed them in. And most importantly, we talked about the New York Yankees. Thanks for tuning in, folks. And I will see you next week.